0: Watch this, this be the part where it starts freezing again. One, uh, two, hilarious. Three. So they wanted a stable presence, a guy without a lot of scandals, so they hired someone who killed Stu. Right? Yeah, At the LSU way. Just gonna put that out there just so
1: we don't get sued. Yeah, yeah. well well, thank you for that. I'm not sure whether I should be offended or taken as a compliment, but you know, go on. Put them both in a jousting tournament.
0: It, none of it matters. Texas A&M going to go 8-4 this year and half those kids are going to transfer. Are you sure? We are so fucking
1: back. Kiernan, it's week one. Thank God. We're finally here. We've made it past the, the hurdle of week zero.
0: Thank God. Games start tomorrow for week one, by the way. Yes. I know people don't talk about it much because they're not that good of games. But Utah versus Florida might be good. NC State versus UConn is going to be a blowout for NC State. But there it's college football and it's fucking back.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's finally like we can actually put some numbers and some, some uh, way too early predictions for the CFP uh, actually out there and it doesn't seem so ridiculous. I don't know what you're talking about. My CFP predictions two weeks ago were perfect. Well, I mean, like, you know, we're actually going to see teams play and how good they really are. Cannon, I had Iowa making the CFP. Yeah, so, okay, so my, proves my point then. Uh,
0: But you mentioned week zero. I have, uh, I have to get something off my chest. I kind of fuck with week zero.
1: Last year, you you hated it.
0: Two weeks ago, I hated it. Last week, I hated it. I have changed my ways, Kiernan. I have seen the light. (laughs) The spirit of Bear Bryant has come down and descended upon me. I was going to say come upon me, but that sounded weird. And I have seen the error of my ways, Kiernan. Week zero is incredible. 10 out of 10, no notes. Well, Karen, you see, when you go to a fancy restaurant, right, you don't start with the entree. You get a nice appetizer, a salad. It's not as filling or as good as what the entree will be, but it's something to get you going, get you ready. And that's what week zero is. It's a smaller portion of games. They're not as good games. It's a smaller portion. It's getting you ready for the upcoming season. But because it's a smaller portion, you can't call it week one.
1: It's fair. It's week zero. It's the preseason for the season. That's it's the it's the foreplay. Yes.
0: And foreplay is your friend. If anyone doesn't know about foreplay, is your friend
1: a hundred percent of the time? It is. 100%.
0: 100%. If anyone tells you otherwise, they're yeah. dumb and have never slept with a man or a woman. No, has, has,
1: has just never had
0: just any sex whatsoever. Or <laughs> have ne- has much never much. Ma- made anyone leave feeling satisfied. <laughs> like, the only thing that has happened after someone left their bedroom was alright, time to delete that contact. <laughs> That's it. Week 0 is the foreplay of college football in its Awesome. Again, not as great as the rest of the season, but still really
1: fucking good. This took a weird turn. It did. It went. It went south very quickly. Which is yeah. also What you could do if sorry. That's true. Just, that it's is just a circle. It's just a circle, Kevin. It is. It's
0: so. There you go. That's what you come here for. You come here for sex advice.
1: Yeah. Screw the game predictions. This is just going to turn into a a life podcast. I mean, really, that's what I wanted from the start. I just needed (laughs) to build an audience
0: through college football. And now we can talk about what we really want to talk about. So the Bachelor last night. No, I don't even know if that's in. I don't even know if that's airing live. I don't know that Uh, schedule, Uh, but I think we're not calling week zero, week zero anymore. We're calling it the foreplay.
1: I'm cool with it. All right, perfect. So, what were your thoughts on the foreplay, Kieran? Much better than expected. It was it was exactly what you wanted from the appetizer. The you know the the entree will come next. But if the appetizer was that good, if the foreplay was that good, then the entree and the dessert are going to be phenomenal.
0: Oh, it's it's going to be incredible. And shockingly, there were good games. I feel like week yeah. zero is always just blowouts. San Jose State somehow made it a game against USC. Yeah, Jacksonville State and UTEP battling it out. UMass,
1: yeah, buddy.
0: Let's get is is this the best UMass team we've ever
1: seen, Cairn? It must be. It, it, it must be. I can't, UMass can't put up forty-one points on at week zero and 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 it not be the best team. I'm sorry.
0: I did some digging, Kieran, And I know UMass has bounced. They were in FCS 1AA for a while. Do you know the last time UMass beat an FBS slash 1A opponent in their season opener?
1: Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess and just go 2005. Oh, oh, Kiernan. Oh, Kieran, my sweet redheaded summer child. No. <laughs> Not even close. No. 1930?
0: <laughs> uh, more recent than that. Oh, okay. Well, it was the two extremes, really. Yeah. Uh, it why, was okay. during the Cold War. Oh, he's, are we going to go back there already? <laughs> like, the height of the Cold War. Like, Lou Holtz was getting his communist money to build up Notre Dame football <laughs> while UMass was beating their week one opponent. Okay, just tell me. 1984. Oh, God. 1984. They beat Ball State at Alumni Stadium. What a Division I-A school was doing against at a 1-A football stadium, I don't know. But they beat them at Alumni Stadium in Hadley, Massachusetts. And, yeah, I... I went through a lot of. I had to click a lot of back, like last season, buttons on Wikipedia to find that out. <laughs> and like they, they've obviously beaten other teams week one, but this right. is the first time they've done it against an FBS
1: opponent. Yeah, and it was, and the game was, the game was, <clears throat> excuse me, the game was really weird. Like I don't know if you if you watched it or not, but I was going through the first, the first like two quarters i was like oh man this is a really low scoring game like i don't know what's what's ultimately gonna come of it uh you know it's tied 7-7 you know new mexico state hit a field goal it's 10-7 now and then then umass just randomly says oh i'm gonna become this incredible offense in the fourth quarter and put up 28 points like it was just another tuesday practice and i was like where where did this UMass come from? Where did this offense come from that just blew my mind? It was it was wild to watch.
0: I I watched some of the highlights uh, as I told you. I was getting blacked out at a zoo at the time.
1: Yeah, because that's what we do week zero, everyone. Yeah, uh,
0: I I also it. I also just like texting you that with no
1: context. I mean. There was context only because I knew you were going to the zoo.
0: I know, but I still think it's a lot funnier. If someone's just going through your text, like, why the fuck was Kevin blacked out at a zoo? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, my girlfriend would not let me go play
1: with the pretty kitties in the cheetah enclosure.
0: Oh. Why
1: are you even dating? Sorry. <laughs> I'm that with her because she's nice
0: to me and loves me and <laughs> treats me well. But also, thank God. Because last week I said I need to remember my girlfriend listens to this and stop saying weird shit. She texted me while she was listening. Don't censor yourself, just say whatever you want. <laughs> what a and girlfriend. I was like, oh, perfect. I'm marrying you. Uh speaking of the good games, though, Vandy versus Hawaii. Is Vandy better this or worse this year, or is Hawaii better? Because last year Vandy flew out to Hawaii and won by like 60 points. Mm-hmm. And they only won by seven this year. W- which is it? Is Clark Lee taking a step back? Is Timmy Chang taking a step up?
1: I I I think it it almost has to be a a, a bit of both because like you said, I mean that that's such a big difference in in scoreline from you know sixty uh, plus deficit to you know uh, they're right in it with a, a touchdown or two. Like I think I think it's a combination of both, and I don't think, and I think it was also that Vanderbilt Stadium wasn't fully completed, and they kind of just. It's a weird thing, but I think there was a loss of morale on Vanderbilt's side. And I think once that stadium's completed, we're going to see uh, a resurgent Vanderbilt University. Uh, I hope so, because on the Corner Booth College
0: Football Preview Show last week, I said Vanderbilt was going to build on last season. So uh, yeah, Clark Lee needs to get it together. Although I, I feel sorry, like... Sorry, was have- that
1: not a construction joke?
0: That wasn't actually
1: <laughs> I was like, well, that was a perfect setup, and I think I he wasn't even intending it. Nope, wasn't, but
0: glad you made I, it. I give myself one horrendous take a season. Usually it's picking like what te- like one team to put all my faith in. Like I think it was Wisconsin last year. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it's just gonna be Vanderbilt this year. Who knows? It was also South Carolina last year, who I'm also high on. But so, yeah, I I do think it's just – it's also another year, Timmy Chang getting in there, putting in the work to get his system in there, get his guys in there. I'm also realizing I, I'm i 99% sure he's still the coach at Hawaii. I don't
1: think they fired him. No, he is.
0: Okay, good. I feel like Hawaii is one of those programs that will just sneakily fire their coach and then I won't hear about it or realize it until,
1: like, week seven. Oh, yeah. I mean – why would you? Like, they're relatively insignificant to the grand scheme of things. You know, no offense to so Hawaii. Like, right. They're not, probably going to join the Pac-12, probably. Yeah, true. They're in the Mountain West now, aren't they? Or Mountain... Uh... Mountain West, yeah. Yeah, Mountain West Conference, yeah.
0: They got the West part right.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't think but there's a lot I, of mountains in Hawaii.
1: Do volcanoes count as mountains? Surely they so. must.
0: Oh, all right. Well. I yeah. Because I think it's like, it's a separate designation. It's like yeah. a river versus an ocean. Yeah. You know, well,
1: both bodies of water, but... I was going to say an ocean versus a lake. That would be a far better comparison. That's... Oh.
0: Wait a minute. Wait ho- wait a damn minute, Kieran. According to the United States Geological... Geological survey, which is a government site. Volcanoes are mountains. There you go. But they are very different from other mountains. They are not formed by folding or crumpling or by
1: uplift and erosion. Okay. All right. All right, cool. So who said this podcast wasn't educational? Yeah, we're teaching about sex
0: and volcanoes. What else do you need? Yeah, this is this is the one stop
1: shop for everything. Drop out of college. Just listen to this yeah. podcast. We'll teach you all you need to know. Now, on to finances. What you want to do... Oh, I was an accounting major. Oh, perfect. Yeah. That was uh, wasn't a good one.
0: Uh, yeah, that's okay. But I, I did graduate with a degree in accounting. Don't... still don't know how I did that. I can barely do my own taxes. But, uh, and then on to the game we all, the result, one of the results we expected this weekend. Notre Dame in Ireland blows out Vandy.
1: Vandy. is Navy.
0: Navy, Jesus Christ. Like I said, wasn't a very good student. Not that (laughs) smart. Uh, Navy in Ireland. And first off, Karen, did you see the clip of the two Navy wide receivers running into each other? Oh no, I missed that. Uh, I got to find it. Uh, I started, we were getting ready to go to the zoo and I just had the game on in the background and I just started dying laughing. And my girlfriend was uh, scared to say the least. She was startled by my sudden outburst of laughter. I just sent it to you on Instagram, but basically they're trying to convert a first down. The quarterback threw it up. One receiver was going for it. Another one came in, took him out, tried to get the ball, and then the ball was incomplete, and it was
1: hilarious. That's that's so funny. But outside that of that, insane. what? I said, I can't believe I missed that. Yeah. I, I must have had my head turned or something during that play that, or whatever.
0: It's the most service academy play ever. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, a relatively easy completion? Nope, should have ran the triple option.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You try for the one thing that you don't normally do to throw off a defense and it ends up blowing up in your face. Yeah, but
0: is Sam Hartman the guy to get Notre Dame over the hump?
1: I I wouldn't use the game against Navy in Ireland to be the distinction needed. I think it was a solid performance for sure, but... I think I'll need to see him play some actual competition later on in the season for me to judge one way or another. I mean, even week two or three where he's putting up the same type of numbers and then I'll go, ah, okay, maybe it is. But, I mean, against Navy, no.
0: I, I think he is. I think he's, first off, he's probably one of the greatest quarterbacks Wake Forest has ever had. True. Right off the bat. And I think he he has the experience, and he is consistently good.
1: That's a good point. He's, that is a very good point, yeah.
0: He might throw for three touchdowns and 300 yards in the game, and then the next week he's going to throw for like 275 and two, with maybe a pick. Like That's the worst you'll see out of Sam Hartman.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's not going to turn the ball over excessively. He's He's someone you can count on. He can be a leader. He's got that age, that experience. So I'm excited to see – well, I'm not excited to see it because I fucking hate Notre Dame. But I am interested to see what Sam Hartman can do at Notre Dame. Also, Sam Hartman, still cute as a button. <coughs> Actually, no, I don't think he's cute as a button. I think he's he's packed on muscle. He's got to be – I think Sam Hartman's hot now. <laughs>
1: He's just straight he's, – he's gone up the designations of, of,
0: yeah, of attractiveness. Yeah, he was cute a couple years ago, and now he's just a fucking stud.
1: So, yeah. It was, it was the foreplay early on in his career.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, no, I remember a couple years ago I did write power ranking the cutest quarterbacks by conference.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What was your name from uh, SMU, Mordecai? No. Who was that? It wasn't Tanner Mordecai. Oh, okay. Who's
0: at Wisconsin now? But, hey, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I want to see who. We're going to read. Oh, yeah. The most important CFB quarterback rankings ever. (sighs) Uh, number one was Sam Hartman, by the way. Shocking. I was on the Sam Hartman hype train since September of 2020. Uh, Pac-12 was Cam- Cam and Cooper, who has a stupid name, but uh, Sean Robinson out of Mizzou was the SEC submission. Adrian Martinez, because and I made a joke about the Crimson Chin, uh, Big Twelve was Charlie Brewer out of Baylor. That was a weak selection. They were last, but yeah. So I have actually put thought into how cute college quarterbacks are. What an unreal statement. Yeah, I gotta. I should. I should have just kept that going every year. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll. I'll break out
1: the blog fingers and do that again this year. Would you read it, Kiernan? I would, but begrudgingly. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs>
0: that's that's honestly the best I could ask for was with some of the some of the shit I write. I I write some absolutely insane things.
1: Oh god. Uh, but any other week zero thoughts really, Kiernan? No, not really. Just that it was it was fun to watch. I think I think the. Uh the build up to week 1 has been more than sufficient. That's
0: right. No, it was a it was a fun weekend, fun weekend of games, but what we're really here for, Kieran. Week 1 thoughts. What what game are you watching? What is the game besides the Penn State game? Oh,
1: I can't use that one. <laughs> no. Ah, oh, come on. Um I would say that I'm probably gonna go with like uh, one of the Thursday night games, the Utah versus Florida game, because I think that's arguably gonna be one of the bigger games this weekend. I know it's like two random schools, but I just want to see how each one of them, uh, how each one of them plays, because I feel like they're they're always kind of dark horses. I mean, Utah was really good last year, um, and I think. Th- they uh, they lost to they actually lost to Penn State in the bowl game, ironically. But the I think they're dark horses and they're able to upset people's seasons every now and again. So I think uh, whoever wins that game is going to be like my dark horse of of college football this year.
0: That's fair. Also, nice job not taking the low hanging fruit that is LSU versus Florida State. Yeah, that seems cheap. That's an easy one. Uh, I'm excited for the Confusion Bowl, Miami of Ohio versus University of Miami. That's, That's gonna be a true. fun one. We'll we'll see yeah. who the real Miami is. I I
1: pray Miami of Ohio wins. Uh, excuse me, I mean the real Miami.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, UNC versus South Carolina also might be is going to be a sneaky really good game.
1: The uh, the game that we were texting about earlier is the um, Auburn versus UMass game, uh, and I made a mention of this to to Kevin over the weekend. I was like, if 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 UMass pulls a win, you know, out from Auburn, it's not gonna happen. But if they did in some weird hypothetical situation of where Auburn just absolutely fumbles the bag, and UMass wins. I will hands down claim that this UMass team is the greatest ever and they don't have to win a single, another game for the rest of the year. They will be the greatest team.
0: I'm already handing them that crown. So you got a little more (laughs) strength than me. Uh, I also, I know we weren't doing, we weren't going to give gambling predictions, right? But Kiernan Rice is playing Texas. We're going to set the over under at six for JFK references during the game due to the we will put a man on the moon speech. But why some say the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? Why 35 years ago, fly the Atlantic? Why does Rice play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Yeah. Are you hitting the over or the under on that?
1: Oh, give me the over. It's got to be the over. <laughs> I feel like it's it's going to be on the cusp. It's it's really going to be on the cusp. But I, I, I feel probably... like they're
0: going to do four.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it'll also come down to if Rice pulls off the upset. Because if Rice is up late, they are going to say, why does Rice play Texas 10 times in the fourth quarter? (laughs) And if, but if it's not, it's going to be like three times. They're going to do it in probably the intro for the game, maybe at halftime if it's close, and then maybe after the game. That's it. But, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping for the over, but I'm feeling the under. All right
1: was going ambitious there. That's that's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. And we like the ambition. So, that's it for week 1. We we're going to shorten it, just do some brief quick hitting topics. And that's how it's going to be the rest of the year. If you don't like it, uh please still listen. We do other fun things here. <laughs> like that attempt to get people to listen. Please, yeah i mean please love us i mean yeah it's like what i said to
1: my mom Girl, uh, like, oh, I, uh, I, it didn't I, work the but the minute i said that i was like do i make the reference do i wait for kevin to make the reference all
0: right Carrie, i'm gonna give you my rule of thumb for if it's okay to make a mom joke at my expense
1: mm-hmm.
0: go on if we are friends then you can make a mom joke okay So you, no. But (laughs) someone else, maybe, yeah. No. Karen, you can make all the mom jokes you want. We've been friends for a decade. They're they're allowed for you. Fantastic. Uh, But looking past week one to bowl season,
1: Mm. Arizona
0: State has done a self-imposed ban amidst NCAA investigations into their program. Involving former coach Herm Edwards.
1: Uh, Kieran, what are your thoughts on this? I absolutely love the ambition that ASU has to go out of their way during an NCAA investigation to say, Don't worry, guys. We're going to take it from here. No ball games for us for one year. As if anybody fucking cares what ASU is doing in the godforsaken desert of Arizona. That is the single funniest self-imposed ban you could possibly have. The Michigan thing with Jim Harbaugh, I kind of get because it, it prevents the NCAA from looking in any further to possible... Uh, misconduct and and allegations of of, uh, recruiting violations and things like that but ASU being currently investigated and just willy-nilly putting on a one-year bull ban is nothing short of hilarious it's it's the greatest thing ever also I mean
0: they say you got to be confident to go anywhere in life you yeah. love the confidence of Arizona State oh thinking my god, they're yes.
1: making a bowl game. Oh my god! Yes, it, it that has to be the funniest. I think that might be the funniest headline all season, and and it's it, it's made equally funny because it's actually quite a serious like article. Like the people that wrote that were I I can only imagine were trying their best not to just. Burst out laughing at every single opportunity, and they probably wrote some stuff in a like thirty drafts of that article, all of just ASU jokes about getting into a ball game, and it's it's just fantastic.
0: That's I also part of me now hopes Arizona State. Just has their greatest season ever. And qualifies. And qualifies for the college football playoffs. <laughs> and then has to wrestle with the fact, are we gonna listen to this or are we actually gonna try and win a natty? Yeah. And, I, it's, feel,
1: I feel like if 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 they were in that position, it like, you know, some crazy fluke happened and they actually did end up. Just just reneg on your ball bag. There is Nobody would fault you for that. Just go, you know what? Screw all this. We're going for the natty. Try and stop us. And I I wonder if the voters
0: would intentionally make it so they weren't fourth, like in the top four because of this. If they would if like if Arizona State goes undefeated, wins the Pac twelve in dominating fashion, I feel like the voters would go, Well, they have a bowl band, so fifth. Yeah. And I hope that if that happens, though, and they somehow get into the top four, I want them to go, yeah, you know what, no. <laughs> Fuck you guys, we're playing. Instead of trying to weasel the way, like, oh, no, we meant next year. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We're not going to punish it. No, I hope they go, yeah, we don't give a shit. We didn't think we were making the college Bowl playoffs. Now we did. We're playing in this bowl game. We do not care. But, hey, props to them for the confidence. Yeah, seriously. I don't have a segue for this, but Eric Gilbert got arrested. Yeah. <laughs> tight end for Nebraska. No no segue. I'm usually pretty good about that. I had nothing. So pretty Eric good. Gilbert. There is none. Former Georgia to LSU to Nebraska tight end has been arrested for what was it burglary? Armed burglary? Yeah. yeah, just burglary. Okay. I mean, great. He had two catches for 16 yards last year at a
1: touchdown. Yeah. And and it's it's a real shame because, like, he was a – I think they called him a composite five-star recruit. And, um, like, he, you know, he, he showed – During his uh, true freshman year in 2020, he had, like, you know, he 35 receptions – uh, and two touchdowns, which like obviously isn't a lot, but like he showed great promise coming out of uh, coming out of high school and things like that. And you're just like, why would you? Why would you risk everything for? I think he robbed a liquor store or something like that. It was something about um, including vape pens. But I, there's a video online that shows him. It looks what it appears to be a uh, a liquor store, and I'm just like, why? You're you're on a team. You've got, uh, I assume he has a uh, uh, a scholarship of some kind. You know whether it be from an NIL deal or you know he has some money coming in because he's a good player. But like, or he's supposed to be a good player. But I'm just like, you just threw away literally everything for. A couple of vape pens, like, congratulations.
0: Also, he was 21, so he could have bought them,
1: by the way. Right. Right. He didn't need to to steal any of the stuff that he got. And besides, like, are you kidding? You couldn't go to, like, one of your buddies and, like, just say, hey, can you get me some booze or something? Like, if he was under 21, even? Yeah. I don't... (laughs) Like you're going, you're going to, you're going to prison now, which actually he was, he was booked in Lancaster County, Lancaster County, which apparently is a felony for a burglary charge, which which is a felony in Nebraska, which is like way worse than just, you know, any other, I don't want to say any other crime because that implies a lot, but like, it's a serious charge. Like, you know, you're done for life pretty much. I mean, there's no coming back from it.
0: Yeah, I I feel like this is kind of what happens though with guys who transfer multiple times. Like they I'm not saying they all get arrested, but they all eventually just fizzle out and then you don't hear about them ever again. And I think that's going to be
1: Eric Gilbert. Yeah. And and it sucks because like he was he was ESPN's number sixth overall recruit in the twenty twenty class. Like he got to LSU, he had thirty five receptions for just under four hundred yards. And it's like, okay, great. So we know he has talent. We know he you know can make it here. Transfers a bunch, and then just goes off the rails. And I'm like, it it's it's frustrating to see. Not because I don't think he's a good player but like because of what could have been and i think that's what frustrates me more than anything else now i don't know what what like the backstory is to anything but i'm just like oh my god like this is so infuriating you're on the cusp to make millions of dollars and it's gone in all of two hours
0: yeah oh i also forgot this is the he is the wildest transfer portal history ever yeah. He enrolled at LSU in January of twenty twenty. Then in January of twenty twenty one, he transferred to Florida. Then in June of twenty twenty one, he transferred to Georgia. Then in January of twenty twenty three he transferred to Nebraska.
1: Wild. It is world. a wild series of events.
0: It it's insane. But I don't know. I, I'm hoping for the best for him, but I I don't know. I feel like he's kind of done. Yeah. Which sucks to say about a 21-year-old, a talented 21-year-old. I know you said ESPN as number six. Uh, 247 had, a, had him as the number one tight end in the country coming out of high school and the number two prospect in Georgia.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, you couldn't get better. <laughs> like, uh, so so annoying. Yeah, but
0: all right, Kieran, you want to talk about the hot new debate topic on Twitter and then get yes. out of here. Or sorry, on X.
1: Formerly known as Twitter, which is just making it longer S- version.
0: Fucking stupid. Uh what is the best time zone
1: as a college football fan? Uh it's gotta be mountain time. It's gotta be. What's yours? Because we'll we'll get into we'll get into the specifics in a second, but but what's yours? It's
0: God's time
1: zone. <laughs> it's central time. Why why is yours central time?
0: Because so the Pac 12 games, they're starting an hour earlier. I feel like like a nine to one game is a little easier to talk yourself into than a 10 to 2. Like a nine to midnight versus a 10 to 1. Like There's a good cutoff there that makes it a little easier to digest. And then your 11 a.m. kickoffs, they're late enough in the morning where it's not really going to impact your sleep schedule too much. But you don't have to wait until noon for kickoff. It's just, it's the perfect time zone. And then, you know, your primetime games, especially in the South, it's still light out, it's still warm up to those games because those are kicking off like 630 30. 7 and it's perfect cuz you can just be outside tailgating, barbecuing, having fun leading up to that game and it's not going to get cold yet and it's not going to get dark as shit. Out. So central is where it's at. I
1: I totally understand where you're coming from, but I got to say mountain time is superior because the the Eastern Coast games kick off at 10. And 10 is the perfect time in the morning to start college football because there's multiple ways you can go about this. One, most likely, if you're especially a college kid, but also older than that, you're hammered drunk on Friday and you wake up with a little bit of a hangover or a massive hangover or whatever. 10 o'clock gives you plenty of time between the wake up at 8.30 and it gets between waking up at 8.30 and kickoff at 10 for you to grab food, get some Tylenol, you know, replenish your electrolytes with a Gatorade or something like that. How, but on the flip side is that if you didn't go too hard the night before, you can start drinking really early in the morning. And by the time you're just getting that, that good buzz after your fourth or fifth beer, Uh, if you're tailgating all day long, you've, you've, you're at the perfect level of drunk where you can just maintain that the entire game. Now, sure. You will you'll go downhill towards seven o'clock, but it's that it's that perfect time that you're not exhausted from the tailgating, waiting for the 12 o'clock. And that's why I think mountain time's the best.
0: See, but I think. I think you're really overselling or overestimating the ability to get up at 8.30 with a violent hangover. If you have a violent hangover, you're sleeping through kickoff. You're missing it. Oh, and also,
1: I don't, and, I don't, and don't let's say, well. Maybe that's just me though.
0: Yeah, it's because you're fucking Irish. Let's say you wake up, let's say you're like getting ready to go. You're like, oh, we're gonna start drinking early. We're gonna hang up. Don't you feel a little weird drinking a beer at 8 a.m.?
1: No. Okay. <laughs> And I'm pretty See, sure every single college kid who's ever lived that experience will agree with me. We're not in college anymore. At, since when has that mattered? I have gone to, okay, hold on. I have gone to this, this place by me called Iron Abbey, and they have international rugby that kicks off at 8. Or, uh, well, technically, they open at 7. Now, granted, they need a special license to do this, but they open at 7, start serving at 7.30. The game starts at 8, and I'm down there with, four 50-year-olds watching international rugby. It's not like it's not done. Well, that's different. How, how is that different? Okay, all I'm saying is that it is possible to start drinking at 8 a.m. for a kickoff that's later.
0: I'm not saying it's not, but it's different because for soccer, it's mostly going to be European unless you like bad soccer. <laughs> or not knocking other continents, but let's be honest. Yeah, for rugby again, it's most likely going to be from Africa, Europe, or Oceania, unless you want to not watch the best rugby teams. So I feel like if it's domestic sports, it's, I feel weird. Cracking a beer at 8 a.m. Now, also, this might be because a week from now, I'll be closer to 30 than I am to my senior year of college, (laughs) which is terrifying, by the way. But I feel that central time is the perfect balance of it's late enough in the morning where it's not that weird to start drinking and you're not then doing it all day. You're not doing it from 8 to midnight. You're doing it from 11 to 10. 11 to midnight cuz then after midnight you're going to be so fucking tired. You should be like, "All right, I'm just gonna land the couch and watch this game."
1: Yeah, but but for mountain time, you get that extra hour so you're going to bed at, you know, instead of you going to bed at 1 to watch for the end of the Pac-12 games, you're going to bed at at 12 or 11. And that's just so much better. Yes, generally,
0: I'd agree with you. However, you, with that extra, I feel like after midnight, you're like, well, it's like, it's after midnight. I got to stop drinking. It, with the game ending at midnight, you don't have that automatic time cutoff where in your mind you go, oh, it's like, it's after this time. Nobody's going to be like, oh, it's after 11 or it's after 10. I got to stop drinking. No, nobody's going to do that. Midnight is a hard cutoff. Like, oh, it's Sunday. It's the Sabbath. I need to stop drinking. So God isn't disappointed in me.
1: Yes, because that's what goes through people's mind on college football. I mean, Notre Dame's in the central time zone. Okay. They think about and still is Utah, but, or no, Utah's in mountain. Utah's time. mountain. Yeah, my bad.
0: Also, Utah doesn't drink anyway, so that's not a concern to them.
1: That is true. I was trying to use them as a religious aspect, but I kind of undersold it there because they're the type of
0: they're the we type picked, of Christians
1: they don't the type of Christians that don't drink, but the Irish, the fighting Irish are the type that do drink.
0: We we picked two opposite ends of the Christianity spectrum when
1: it comes we, to drinking. We really did. <laughs> and that's so, on me.
0: You have the Catholics and the Mormons. Yeah. Who drinks more? <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't be more more polarizing at you, all. Mormons aren't allowed to drink caffeine. Yeah, I know. Let alone alcohol. Also, just based off that, thank God I'm not Mormon. Oh my God, yeah. No other, nothing else about them. I'm not talking shit about the Church of Latter-day Saints or Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, whatever it's called. Uh, just the no caffeine thing would kill me. I think mm. I'd adjust to the no beer thing, the no caffeine, I'd die. Yeah. So let us know in the comments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Quad Tailgate, Instagram at Quad Tailgate, Facebook at Tailgate on the quad, and TikTok is, I think it's also at Quad Tailgate. Let us know which time zone you think is best for college football. This episode is brought to you by Yeats. Head over to yeatsofficial.com promo code TAILGATE for 10% off your order. And everyone have a good, safe, Fun labor day weekend and it's week one baby let's go Huge. so they wanted a stable presence a guy without a lot of scandals so they hired someone who killed Steve, yeah the lsu way just gonna put that out there just so
1: uh we don't get sued yeah I, yeah well well thank you for that i'm not sure whether i should be offended or taken as a compliment but but you know go on put them both in a jousting tournament
0: None of it matters. Texas a and going to go 8-4 this year, and half those kids are going to transfer. Are you
1: sure? Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.